Triggering Sentence, your one-stop podcast for the most meticulous and detailed breakdown of J.R.R. Tolkien's most famous work, The Lord of the Rings. I am joined this week. He's making a grand return. This is the third episode. Uh, you might know him from my other podcast, Best Pictures, or my other, other podcast, uh, We Need to Talk About Spider-Man, Cody Lunsford. Hello. How you doing, Cody? I'm good. I've leaned back. I'm in book mode. I've been reading a lot recently. I've been so reading I'm... a lot too. I'm eight sentences into the okay. Fellowship of the Ring. Our definitions of a lot are different because I have finished. I think I have truly started and finished an entire book since the last time I've been on the show, hmm. in addition to reading several comics well, and graphic novels. Let me ask you this, of that book and those comics and graphic novels, how many weeks worth of content did you produce? I don't care about producing content, as you know, Chad. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I do. And that brings us to uh, The Lord of the Rings Sentence, which if this is your first time listening, The Lord of the Rings Sentence is a week-by-week -week podcast where I read one sentence of The Lord of the Rings at a time. Currently, we're in the first book. We are eight sentences in. This will be the ninth sentence. So if you haven't listened before, I do recommend going back and listening to those eight sentences uh, and then come back and uh, and listen to this episode. But uh, But... If that's not your speed, I will be giving a little bit of a, um, what you call it, a, a, recap, a recap, a previously on. Mm -hmm. um, so, Cody, people who have listened to the show before know that you like The Lord of the Rings. You've got a tattoo. Yeah. Um, you liked Legolas as a kid. You gave your Mount Rushmore of Tolkien characters. I don't even remember what they were at this point. <laughs> I been, could not tell you what they it's were. It's <laughs> been weeks. But just so people can understand you and your relationship to Tolkien, uh, a little bit more. Um, what's your favorite moment of score from the movies, would you say, if you had to pick one? I hate you for this question. Oh, okay. Because I I famously like, like movies and sure? like I get excited when score plays, but I like, mm -hmm. I am not a big score person, if that makes sense. Like I like it when it's on and there's a few moments that I like recognize in scores, but it's not, I am not somebody who so, like can really quote scores okay. or even listen to them all that regularly. So my favorite bit of score is the, the score that uh, our good friend Eli Smith uh, produced a, a theme song for me based on it's the Hobbit. The, 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 the Hobbiton concerning Hobbits, I think is the name of it. The just yeah. ruled. it's so it's so nice i think my favorite score is the entire score for the film tolkien which i have seen <laughs> um, you give no, us a little acapella uh, not even a chance i couldn't <laughs> even tell you i'm sure it's a very I mean, like middling there, biopic score there's also the the famous like triumphant like yeah i mean it's fine none of them compare to the pirates of the caribbean theme which was Ooh, what i you, was blasting you, in 2003 uh, no that's game of thrones <laughs> rick i i mess it up every time the game of thrones it's pretty is iconic but it, it and they are similar but hold on let me see if i can conjure it up this is what i was talking about the pirates of the caribbean it's the, i did put you on the spot but you did put me on spot 
uh help me out i think i could get there if you gave me the like beginning part it's of uh oh now i'm drawing a blank <laughs> this is great podcast <laughs> this is great podcasting but... it's like the but the part that builds dun, to dun, that dun, part dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it but uh for lord of the rings it's probably the score where galadriel is like telling the story of the and nine went to men and seven went to dwarves at the beginning i think i'm butchering it but yeah i know what you're talking about it's the like kind of creepy score almost maybe i mean it's like the lord of the rings theme I yeah think. yeah as the titles are playing and yeah yeah it's That's a the, good, it, it like it really pulls sets out the on it the title the um let me see i may be able to figure out what the name of it is okay. um but yeah I think, it's like I think she's telling the story yeah she's telling the story and um it's oh this is a howard shore score the prophecy, I believe, is what it's called. Howard Shore, more like Howard Score. Um, I suppose. Are you playing it? I'm trying your to. Phone? Yeah. Ooh, this one where they're this like, is good. Yeah. yeah. But it's Ooh. it's the end of this. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I that's what I was singing. Yeah. That's the ticket. But I still feel like it's not quite what I was remembering. This right here, this right here, this is it. This that, I can't curse on this podcast, but this that ish. Mm. Yeah, when it transitions Ooh. into the Hobbit Ooh, one. Yeah. Yes, that that's moment. exactly it. I like when it's dark and uh, scary and then transitions and then, into the like Pleasant yeah, Hobbit. Yeah. Because like, you get Lord the, of the Rings. This is the larger world, yep. mm-hmm. but there's this pleasant, pleasant village yes. of Hobbit. You, you get Lord of the Rings in that kind of creepy sounding, you just finished. You saw yeah, the fall. You, you heard all about Sauron. Sauron and Gollum. You saw Gollum. You yep. saw, yeah. And it and it's dark and scary. The words "Lord of the Rings" pop up on the screen, and then it transitions to the Fellowship of the Ring, and then it's mm-hmm. the yeah, it's real good. I got chills just thinking yeah. about it. I thought you were going to talk to me because there was a big article that came out this week about extended editions, and you famously. <laughs> Oh, Don't well, like extended edition. you say this week and for listeners, that is weeks ago, like but, millions of years ago. Yeah. But I'm, ba- I, spoiler alert, I am, uh, backlogging a few episodes at the launch of this podcast. As we go on, it'll probably be a little closer to live, but I just wanted to start strong. I wanted to make sure this podcast has legs. And so far, I think it has legs. I think we can, uh, go on and on for years with this, with this concept. I mean, you're going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, what is it? Peter Jackson considers the theatrical versions the, the definitive um, version. The definitive he says version. Yeah. everything he adds in kind of um, is pointless and it's kills just the momentum. Yeah. He doesn't say it's pointless. He says it's really good for people who like really love the books, but mm-hmm. as films, they are kind of made worse. Right. Um, and honestly, I in the age of because we are now living in the era of the Snyder Cut, I really appreciate hearing a filmmaker say that, even though he still makes three hour long movies. Right. Uh, right. King Kong, don't cut a frame. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I prefer a Peter Jackson interview rather than the Zack Snyder interview that we did get today. 
which again was like seven weeks ago seven weeks ago but where he basically was like yeah i mean other dc movies are fine but they didn't like he calls them like populist basically yeah he's like i make the cult films that are going to challenge viewers but uh anyways anyways we're not here to talk about the lord of the rings i'm not allowed to i've got to focus on one sentence yeah i don't even know if like like the movies could have taken a million liberties from the book. I, so far, it seems like Bilbo's the main character of the books, which is a surprise. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to dive into the one sentence to rule them all of the week. Uh, but first, I'll do a little recap. So we met Bilbo Baggins. He's rich and he's having a birthday party. And the whole town of Hobbiton is excited about the birthday party. But they're also like talking about Bilbo behind his back and like thinking like uh, when he disappeared 60 years ago, he he probably got a lot of treasure and he's probably hoarding it all in some, some holes and some hills. Uh, and mysteriously, he hasn't aged a day since he disappeared 60 years ago. He was 50 years old at the time and from 50 to 99, never aged a day. Uh, they call him um, uh, well-preserved, but unchanged would actually be more accurate. Um and Cody, you missed a lot since you last were on the show. We had our first and second use of the semicolon, our first use of parentheticals, and our first use of italics, which are pretty huge for this book to just hmm. four sentences in a row. Just I don't see the italics in my version, which, if listeners remember, is some bootleg version that I found by Googling it online because <laughs> mine are in a box somewhere and I still have not unpacked in my new apartment. You've you've lived there for how long now? Like a few months, right? Yeah, I don't have bookshelves, Chad, and I don't have a lot of space to put go, the books on bookshelves. Go to the dang Ikea. No. And I'm going to bookshelf with my current nice target bookshelf i will get them at some point ikea has nice stuff no chad i want it to match i want to have a consistent style i gotta get my dvd um bookshelves first which i will be getting in the next little bit so when i first moved out on my own and i couldn't afford a bookshelf i just like literally stacked my dvds against the wall but i did unpack them that that uh, mine are unpacked too and they're just shoved in these little cubby things and it makes me scream every time i have to get them because <laughs> they're not organized the way i want them to yeah. and there's like dvds behind other dvds but chad famously you have a lot of dvds so you and you stacked them mm-hmm. up so there was a lot there was i a lot. famously like have four or five or six times the amount you do i have like more dvds than most people and then cody has like yeah probably six times more dvds i don't want it to sound like i'm bragging it's not a cool thing that i have all those but do you have duplicate copies of anything the uh okay so i I have a duplicate copy of like Saw 2 because I tried to sell it back when the they want to take it. I have yeah. the collector set yeah. of all seven. I think we have the same collector set. Yeah. Of Saw? Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. I didn't know you. Have you even seen those movies? Because I've the, only I saw seen the, the first for, two. I've seen the first two. So we're <laughs> the same person. <laughs> well, um, we need to watch them before they open the book of Spiral. Speaking of books. Oh, uh, yeah. That was supposed to come out last year. Yeah, it's coming out in two months. It oh, will cool. come out vaccines baby but chad i promise i will <laughs> this is what i do i derail your show but have you thought about the fact that maybe by the time this episode comes out you and i could be vaccinated 
Yeah, I've, I've, I, yeah, that's a very real possibility. That is the Biden timeline. Is that is so exciting? Yeah, to We're think about by the time show. this comes out. <laughs> What's gonna be really funny, and when I say funny, I mean like tragic and sad. Is like a new disease starts spreading, <laughs> right? Or, between now like, and then, <laughs> we're like, okay, we did get vaccinated, and that rules. But like, but COVID twenty two have been banned. <laughs> Movies are illegal now. Oh, you thought you were gonna see Book of Spiral? Yeah, try, no. try World War Three. <laughs> World War Three, and the only book we have is the Book of Eli, meaning the Bible. <laughs> I just noticed your shirt has pictures of SpongeBob on it. I yeah, like it's that. one of my three SpongeBob shirts I have. Uh, okay. We're never gonna grow up, are we? No. Yeah. People are like, you'll grow up when you have kids, and I and I am like wrong. No, I, I will, will now have someone to talk about my kid things with. Right. Like I'm going to have an excuse to buy all the toys that I buy anyways. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. So no, here's it's fine. The one sentence to rule them all for the week. Are you okay. ready? Need yes. complete silence. <clears throat> Kitty. Kitty started jumping around on furniture. Right Kitty is I... not the name of your cat. Kitty is the name of my cat. Yeah, my cat is named Veronica. My other cat is named Betty because Archie Comics. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> it will have to be paid for, they said. Ooh, this is this is a huge sentence for the book uh right off the bat i'm noticing this is the first dialogue this is the first spoken word in the book but it comes from uh it doesn't come from a singular person it comes from they right. they mm-hmm. so this isn't bilbo speaking we know this mm-hmm. this is presumably a continuation of the gossip that the hobbits um right yeah and i will say this book was written in the 1950s when mm. people weren't using they pronoun as singular as a singular yes. so this is fully meant to be yeah. a collective group um we and we know it we even if they were we know it's not referring to bilbo because bilbo is mr bilbo baggins um uh-huh. let's see do, do we use a pronoun for him he yeah we've got some he's we have some he's in there okay yes he's and hims and they has just been this collective they we have no other characters other than like this this the the idea there's this idea that there's other hobbits yeah 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 so it will have to be paid for that it being the subject of the sentence what is uh or i guess they would be the subject of the sentence, but no, it no, is no, the no. subject of the dialogue, right? Sure. Well, it's dialogue. It is the subject of the sentence. Yeah. So yeah. what is that it referring to? I have it my ideas. Have paid for. So, I mean, it's got to be his unnatural, like, wealth and youth, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's someone's going to have to pay the piper. Everything right. comes due that kind of thing there was there was a talk of um of fairness in the previous sentence like it's not fair that bilbo gets to have what 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 seems to us to be unlimited money and perpetual youth and like if i had to guess he's not paying taxes on it based on everything else i know just contextually in the world (laughs) right bilbo he's got like uh in the cayman islands right right yeah 
Yeah. He's got some I don't offshore know how bank account. I just know that there's off. Yeah. Cayman got, Islands are where right. you put money so you don't pay taxes is my understanding. Right. I mean, that's why, spoiler alert, at the end of the Return of the King film, that's why he goes with the elves because he needs to go to where his banks are on the offshore. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so it's it's a it's a big sentence. We got talking going on. Sure. We we've got a, a continuation of this idea that the hobbits are jealous of Bilbo. Um, uh-huh. Paid for is an interesting um, choice, I guess. Like it's not it it would need to be punished, right? But it would need to be paid for. What do you think the distinction is there? Uh, there's so much of the book up to this point is talking about Bilbo's riches. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's almost like it would be super helpful to have the context of the continuation of the dialogue that happens immediately after that might would clear things yeah. up almost immediately. But yeah, we, if, so so we might get more more answers next week. That's true. I, I think you yeah. will. I think it'll be made more clear what the it is. But if yeah. if I'm just reacting to this and being paid for i mean it will have to be paid for i mean it seems to imply that they don't think his wealth they think his wealth and youth are like connected but they don't think Mm. like he's paying like he's not having rejuvenating serum or like you know right unless he's paying for that Right, uh, but they're saying it rich. will have to be. Yeah. So they're using that future tense. Do you think that they suspect he has made a deal with the devil, the devil. Sauron, for his everlasting? I don't soul? know who Sauron is. Um, in context right. of this story, we can only assume that this book will eventually talk about Sauron from what we know about the movies. But you're right; we shouldn't we shouldn't make assumptions. Well, All we assu- know is Bilbo disappeared and came back. And since he disappeared, things have been weird. Right. And I guess that's another fascinating thing, too. If you look at the book, the book fully starts with explaining a whole backstory of a ring thing. Like, whole backstory, there's a fight scene, all of that. You mean the, the movie? That's not where this the book movie. starts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. the movie. Mm-hmm. This book starts and a dude is rich. And one may argue that maybe the movie made the wise decision to kind of give us all that lore up front because I am lost right now why any of this matters. Again, this could have been in the prologue as I bring up every time I'm on the show. Well, no, so not really. Um, okay. The, the, the prologue talks about uh, hobbits and their history and it talks a little bit about Bilbo's journey to find the ring. Um, mm. but it doesn't talk about like all the, um, I wonder where that stuff comes in or if, if that's like appendix stuff, which maybe. would be annoying, but it could be, I mean, it could be later on in this book sure, that sure. We, we get some of that information. It could be like the Cimmerillion or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. I when... truly don't know. Pr- the Cimmerillion is before the Hobbit, right? Like it's, Oh God, don't ask me that question oh, on a okay. recorded piece of <laughs> Thing that people can analyze later. I believe it is before. Yeah, I think so too. But I don't know how long before. Me neither. Um, it will have to be paid for, they said. Good sentence. I mean, <laughs> I don't know that I agree. I think it's so vague. You right. know, because like, so I'm reading a book right now that's really, really good, but they keep alluding to this event that happened 
Mm. And I'm just like, just tell me what it is. <laughs> like I'm getting a I kinda, little frustrated. I kind of hate that like trope in in storytelling where people talk about like ever since the storm <laughs> or right. whatever it is, where there's right, like right. this vague thing that happened in the past. They're like, I could never look at her the same after that. Yeah. After and then it just moves on to action help happening elsewhere. Right. It's like I get what you're doing, but yeah. at the same time, it's like now that's the only thing I'm focused on and not what right. you're doing. So right now I'm just right. focused on like this deal that they think has to be paid for. Right. It's fascinating. Well, any any final thoughts on the sentence or are we ready to move on? No, it no. I mean, it could be a sentence from any book ever, I guess is what I'll say. I know that some of this book feels mm. really old or feels like it was written in the 30 I don't know when this was written uh geez the person who runs a podcast on the book probably should know, probably uh, should know. I know that the Hobbit was in the 30s um, Hobbit was in 1937 and Chad you know how I know that off the top of my head because they released a clip of the Falcon, Falcon and the, the Winter, Winter Soldier a show which is completed by the time this <laughs> but that should that should be your next yeah. piece of news is yeah. that clip um this says copy the first copyright was 1954 he went in 14 well he, he went and fought in a war mm, oh yeah <laughs> no know that. no 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 right? the war the war was oh the war wasn't over but i think he was he done fighting he was in the done war? before he wrote the hobbit gotcha okay i think he was he fought in world war one and didn't in world war two but i could be wrong oh I was thinking World War II. Whenever we get to the minute by minute uh, of Tolkien, Tolkien after the books, we'll we'll know more about him. Um, yeah, I can't remember. I mean, he doesn't write the book until like the last three seconds of that movie. Speaking of Tolkien, it's time for my favorite segment of the show, JRR. What does it stand for? Uh, where I guess Stupid. what JRR of JRR Tolkien's name stands for. Uh, Cody, you know what JRR stands for, yes? I forget every time. Okay, we'll pull that up. Um, on a previous episode, I got the J correct. I know that his first name is John. Okay. Um, so, the first R, I'm still stuck on. Oh, I told you, you truly will never get this. But Well, I have lots of time. Um, I'm guessing that the, se the second initial, the first R, is Ray. Ah, no. Hmm. Well, tune in next week to see. No, if do you not get a guess at the second R? Oh, no, no, no. I, I go until go well by I one. get a mistake. So John, Ray, Ray's not it. Now, I will say if Ray is short for Raymond, I think if it's Raymond, I also it's, get credit. Yeah, but no. It's not? Okay. No. Got it? Got it? Okay. Um, and lastly, this week in fantasy news, uh, at the time of recording this episode, Cody and I have both seen Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, oh, a yeah. Movie which we talked about on, on his last uh, episode. Uh, Cody, did you like it? I think it is incredible. Great. I, I liked it too. So uh, and this has been this week in fantasy news. Stupid. Hey, if you want to hear us talk about it for a while, you should listen to Best Pictures. The <laughs> An episode uh, from in, the Inglorious b words episode you can say bastards because it's spelled okay. with an e oh right the I, 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 i've made the rule that ass is the most extreme you can get on this show well because 
Bastards you might... is worse than ass. Is it? Yeah, I think so. But anyway, they, I think they, I think bastard will show up in this book at some point. It's true. I don't know if there's any like Jon Snow bastards, like, but I'm sure they still um, use it. Yeah, at some point, someone's gonna be a bastard. Yeah. So using the word bastard as like the Jon Snow way of using it, like the literal uh, born out of wedlock way, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, is that cussing too? It seems to be no. Okay. I mean, it's the Harry Potter thing, right? With the the aunt when she says the bitches, but but but, but she's talking about the dog, so it's okay. Mm. And it's also okay on this podcast, right? If you're talking about the dog, Which, um, and ass is okay because we're going to assume you're talking about donkeys. Donkey. Um, what if that character's name was Ass? <laughs> Like the whole time, Shrek was just like calling him ass. Well, that's the, I mean, there's the joke where like Shrek turns to Fiona and says, well, I got to save my ass. And then he goes to save Donkey, which is funny. Which is funny. But like, I'm talking about like his name isn't Donkey. His name is ass. I think that that's funnier. (laughs) I mean, sure. Um, If everyone looked at him and sincerely called him that as his name, that's a good movie. Uh, Chad, I did look it up. Johnny Tolks, as I call him. Um, he it was World War One that he fought in. Okay. If I had seen the film Tolkien, I would have known that. But uh, I well, plan on watching that movie minute by minute the way J.R.R. Tolkien would have wanted. Oh God. I don't think Tolkien would have wanted that movie made. <laughs> it's not like I don't know, it's boring. Do, do you happens. wanna do you want a movie made after after your life? If I do something interesting. What would what would you do? I don't know. Like, go to space. Yeah, <laughs> that cool. feels like a good movie. That'd be worth. That'd be worth making a movie about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, C- Cody, where can people find you online? <laughs> um, I will surely not be private on Twitter anymore by the time this comes out. So you can follow me at Cody Lunsford underscore on Twitter and Instagram. And you know what? If he is private send him a request he might accept yeah i'll decide i just don't want people finding me um (laughs) but i'll but i tell them where it is um no i'll i'll have stopped tweeting about the snyder cut by that point so it'll be fine for me to get off private about how much you love it and how much you hate Mm -hmm. marvel Mm because they're basic shills Yes. Um, you can find me on my podcast, Best Pictures, where we try and find the best movie for every year we've been alive. Could not even tell you what episode we'll be covering at this point, but it's, it's going to be, be a good, good one. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. And the new show we need, we need to talk about Spider-Man that I co-host with Chad, where we simply must talk about Spider-Man. Um, we are covering all the light or all the theatrical films is our first season and we will see what happens after that yeah and you can follow both of those podcasts on social media at we pick picks for best pictures and at we need to talk about spider-man nope at oh. talk about spidey oh talk about spidey i thought it was i thought you got the full i got the full thing for instagram but then i couldn't for twitter so to maintain oh. cohesiveness so okay so now it's talk about spidey cool yes uh thanks for correcting me and you can follow this podcast at l-o-t-r sentence yeah. on twitter and instagram you can follow me at chad a oliver this has been the ninth sentence of the fellowship of the ring tune in next week 
for the tenth sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. That might be cool.com. You never know.